is the Morning Press from Cast Iron Brains, a BrainIron.com production. Here's 11 minutes or less of news for today, Monday, December 11th, 2023. On Saturday, severe storms in Tennessee, including a tornado, killed six people and injured dozens more as a large destructive weather system swept across the southeastern United States over the weekend. Tennessee Governor Bill Lee toured neighborhoods damaged by the storms and declared a state of emergency, a formality that begins the process of seeking and distributing aid from the federal government to those affected. The National Weather Service reported ping-pong ball-sized hail in Alabama and winds damaged property in many states. The United States experiences an average of 43 tornadoes every December, mostly in Texas and across the southeast. Elizabeth McGill resigned from her position as president of the University of Pennsylvania on Saturday after widespread criticism of an appearance she made last week before a House Committee on Education. Critics believed that McGill, who appeared alongside the heads of Harvard and MIT, failed to adequately respond to questions about the university's position on students calling for the genocide of Jews, an entirely hypothetical series of questions, as no evidence was provided that students on those campuses actually were calling for such a thing. The furor over the appearance highlights the broader controversy surrounding free speech rights on college campuses, especially at Ivy League and other elite schools. Not so much the underlying principles of free speech, but the question of who is and who is not being a hypocrite, a much less meaningful question perfectly suited to the work of Congress in 2023. The state medical examiner in Maine has sent part of the brain of Robert Card, who went on a shooting rampage in Lewiston, Maine, in October that left 18 dead, to Boston University, where it will be examined for evidence of chronic traumatic encephalopathy and other damage. Card was in the Army, and though he was never deployed to combat, reportedly worked every summer as a grenade training instructor, a job that would have subjected his brain to thousands of concussive blasts through the years. Family and colleagues had warned police in the months before the mass shooting that Card had become delusional and paranoid and was at risk of a violent outburst. While finding CTE in Card's brain would not provide any sort of direct cause and effect or explain why he committed the murders, it would be one more piece of a puzzle that can likely never be completed. Research in recent years has linked repetitive brain trauma, even seemingly minor and undiagnosed injuries such as the blows to the head received in contact sports, to depression, aggressive behavior, poor impulse control, and suicidality, among other symptoms. Following an unscientific online poll of Twitter users who saw an Elon Musk tweet and elected to respond to it, Alex Jones's Twitter account was reinstated by Musk over the weekend. Jones, who had previously been suspended from the platform in 2018 for allegedly violating the platform's rules against targeted harassment after he posted video of a confrontation with a CNN journalist, is the face of InfoWars, a website and talk show platform that traffics in dubious theories about how the world is run and by whom. The decision comes in the wake of a lengthy interview of Jones by Tucker Carlson, the former Fox News personality who hosts a talk show on Twitter and is about to launch a subscription video streaming service of his own. It is the editorial position of the morning press that none of the information provided in the previous three sentences matters very much at all beyond the fact of it being the focus of extensive coverage in the national media. 
The proceeding was not sponsored content for Twitter, Infowars, Elon Musk, Alex Jones, or Tucker Carlson, but was in fact deemed newsworthy by every single mainstream news media outlet that the morning press could think of. In sports, Shohei Otani, who won the American League Most Valuable Player Award twice with the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim, on Saturday signed a 10-year contract with the Los Angeles Dodgers, a deal that will reportedly pay him, eventually, $700 million. Much of Otani's salary is deferred to years after the 10-year span of the contract, some accounting wizardry that will allow the Dodgers to escape a punishing competitive balance tax bill from Major League Baseball and also allow the team to spend more in pursuit of building a strong roster around the two-way superstar. Otani, who never made the postseason with the Angels, was intent on signing with a team that gave him a chance to play deep into October. The Dodgers have not missed the playoffs since the 2012 season. In entertainment news, the nominees for the 2024 Golden Globe Awards were announced on Monday morning, with release date twins Barbie and Oppenheimer leading the field with nine and eight nominations, respectively. Though they went head-to-head at the box office, they are nominated for Best Picture in different categories, with Barbie up for Best Musical or Comedy alongside Air, American Fiction, The Holdovers, May, December, and Poor Things, while Oppenheimer will compete against Killers of the Flower Moon, Maestro, Past Lives, Anatomy of a Fall, and The Zone of Interest in the Drama category all of which, the morning press is assured, are actual films that came out this year. HBO drama Succession led the television nominees with nine. The Golden Globe ceremony will be broadcast on CBS on Sunday, January 7th, a new home for the show after many years on NBC. CBS hopes to reverse a trend of declining interest in the program, which didn't even air in 2022 after the Hollywood Foreign Press Association, which used to put on the Globes, faced controversy over a perceived lack of diversity and questionable business practices when it was revealed that as of 2021, there were no black members of the HFPA. The nonprofit has since been dissolved, its assets acquired by Eldridge Industries, and is now run as a for profit enterprise. Now, here's a look at the weather. The conversation around free speech and expression in our current moment is almost entirely divorced from the reasons why a principle of free speech is foundational to a just and good society. This is the case to such an absurd degree that even those who are in an obvious position to defend themselves with reference to the important philosophical concepts that undergird a free society are unwilling or unable to do so. Because we have apparently decided that the single most important aspect of individual liberty, the right to express the content of one's own mind, is less important than the tribe we choose or the tribe some other tribe has chosen for us. But freedom of expression loses its meaning if it is contingent on anything. The notion is entirely incoherent if it is secondary to another concern. If a person does not own the right to express the content of their own mind, if they do not belong to themselves, who can they be said to belong to? The obvious answer is whatever identity group they might claim or might claim them or that they might be boxed into by others. 
The awful irony is that in a culture that has elevated individualistic identity to a place of total primacy, we are all subject to the identity claims of one another. This is a direct inversion of having a foundation built on the ideas of respecting principles of freedom of expression. Instead of a culture of sovereign, self-determining individuals working in cooperative understanding, we are each of us made top-down tyrants of our own domains in constant battle with the apostates all around us. When the principle is replaced with a person, in other words, no one is free, even if the person in question is you. That's the weather from here. How's it look out your window? The Morning Press is a production of the BrainIron.com multinational media empire. Please direct comments and complaints to BrainIronPodcast at gmail.com or visit the website at BrainIron.com. For a transcript of today's episode and links to the stories referenced, find The Morning Press at BrainIron.substack.com. Thanks, and barring the sudden onset of the inevitable, we'll talk to you. The proceeding was created with 100% human content.